Welcome to the Mod Mode podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and I'll be interviewing fashion industry experts and people with a different stance on fashion. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Mod Mode podcast, the podcast about the intricacies of the fashion industry. Now, first of all, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. And just a little background about who I am and what this podcast is going to be about before I bring on my first guest. I'm Anna Redco. I'm from a town called Portsmouth in England. That's where I grew up. But I have moved around a bit, living two years in Paris and a year in Gran Canaria. And from the age of 16, I've gone to school for fashion, mainly for design and textiles. I graduated from London College of Fashion a few years ago in, with a degree in fashion design technology. I've also worked in the fashion industry in a variety of jobs. At the moment, I'm living in Miami in the US doing a degree in fashion merchandising. And the aim of this podcast is to shed some light on what happens behind the scenes of fashion jobs because they may look glamorous and deceivingly easy from the outside, but in reality, they're often a lot of hard work. So I'll be doing that by interviewing people that are either working or have worked in the fashion industry. And I will also be interviewing people that just have a different take on fashion to bring more awareness of what's out there. Now, to my first guest, Michelle Mensch, who is a plant-based lover of yoga, who's been practicing yoga for almost two decades. And I first met Michelle around the beginning of this year at a fruit luck, and then again at another one. And uh, I really wanted to ask her for an interview, but I was shy because she's a big deal in the whole yoga and vegan movement. Uh, but she was just so nice and without hesitation said yes. It was so much fun to interview Michelle. I mean, she really knows what she's talking about. And in this interview, we're going to be discussing how a combination of her yoga and plant-based lifestyle has had an influence on every purchase she makes. And being a self-proclaimed girly girl, she's found a way to make every purchase as compassionate as possible. Now, we're going to be discussing where she shops, how she shops, and most importantly, why. I really wanted her to be the opening interview of this podcast because what we discuss is important to me being a vegan myself. And you'll find links to all of the brands we mention in the podcast in the show notes, along with the music in this episode. So, without further ado, here is Michelle Mensch.
So, uh, we, we, if we can go back a bit in time. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. And uh, just uh, have a look at like what your history with fashion is and uh, if you enjoyed like dressing up as a kid or you're a bit of a tomboy and weren't really like into clothes or I was a bit of a tomboy in really fancy clothes I always yeah I always liked clothes I was always a girly girl but I also wanted to be a boy too because I had two older brothers but I did always like clothes like I remember some of my favorite memories with my mom were of us shopping together and um that was always really fun I am a girly girl and I do like clothes and I like pretty things and I like to dress up sometimes yeah yeah Um, so did you like follow certain trends, anything like that when you were younger? Um, Like things that I'm embarrassed about. I'm looking at your question there. I did. I was alive during the eighties. So that was a pretty embarrassing decade fashion wise. (laughs) And I look back, I had those, I don't know if you, you know, because you're much younger than me, but like Mm -hmm. we, I had these fluorescent slinky type earrings that I used to wear. And I also did perm my hair. I think all through elementary school, my mom would give me home perms home so perms. home perms that, yeah ogilvy ogilvy home perms only only the oldies are going to recognize that name but oh yeah God. we did do we did do a lot of things that i'm, I'm not proud of i'm not proud mm-hmm. of the 80s the matching your socks with your hair scrunchie that was not yeah. a good look but um i apologize for it but yeah that was a little <laughs> embarrassing Wow. <laughs> the home perms. The home perm was brutal. Like a whole day's yeah. worth yeah. of work. Yeah, and it smelled, and there was a lot of chemicals involved. It wasn't cute. Not cute at all. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so um, what was the turning point for you um, that you sort of decided to change how you're dressing and um, – sort of stop buying any animal derived uh, right. items of clothing like leather and yeah I always consider that to be the point where it actually became vegan you know I think right. before that you just <laughs> are kind of eating plants for health and stuff and then you realize well I don't really want to hurt animals you know that's not so good mm-hmm. and I think part of it was just being exposed to um, the animal cruelty and just seeing what it is that they had to go through in order for us to have a cute pair of shoes and that definitely didn't sit well with me but then I adopted my dog, my Alaskan Malamute, Love, and um, I don't know, something about her just kind of really brought it all together and made me realize that, you know, they're really not much different than us. We have a lot in common with animals, and we both experience joy and pain and fear, and um, I just realized that I didn't want to inflict that sort of thing on any living being, and it was just kind of a decision in the moment, and I just decided one day I'm never going to buy anything leather again and then so starts the process of learning like oh my god but there's wool in this and then this has silk and you know it's a it's a it's a long learning process I think for most vegans to sort of come to that place absolutely yeah Yeah. and what do you do you still have things that you own that are sort of I've gotten rid of, uh, yeah, I've gotten rid of most everything. And for a long time, I kind of held on to my shoes because I was a little bit of a shoe girl. Mm. And I was like, you know, I, I might need these or something. And then every time I would look at them, I would just, I didn't want to wear them. And so I've really gotten rid of almost everything. I mean, I think I have like one pair of shoes still. 
that has some leather on it. And I think I have a jacket that has some wool in it that I, I still use sometimes if I go, um, if I go snowboarding in the winter or something like that, but pretty much everything is gone. Right. Yeah. It's all pretty much eliminated from my wardrobe. So, um, so where do like, where do you shop now? What do you, do you still shop in the same places or has that changed as well? Or? It's definitely evolved over the years. I think, you know, back when I was really into like high fashion and stuff like that. And I, you know, the designer, this and that, I think, you know, you, you go out shopping a lot, you know, you, you like to go to department stores and boutiques and stuff. And I do everything online now, as I think a lot of people do. Um, you even mm -hmm. see a lot of boutiques going out of business because people shop yeah, online absolutely. so much. Um, so it definitely has changed mostly because of convenience and I just don't have time or interest in doing that anymore. Um, so yeah, I do most, most everything online now and it's easier. Yeah. You have access to more options at your fingertips and there's not, when it comes to vegan fashion, there's not like an awesome vegan store that you can go to. That's like your one-stop shop. You got to really kind of hunt and search for those things. And it's much easier to do through the internet. Yeah. And what about like, what, about sizing and stuff do you not find that you want to like try things on you know you, know, you do you do but it's they make it so easy now with most places yeah. that you order from they like when they send it to you it's got like a return label in it you just throw it back in the same package you slap the return label on it and you just drop it off at the post office so yeah. I mean it's pretty easy and it's still less time consuming than I think actually getting in your car and like going to places and trying things on. Yes. And I just don't really, I know a lot of people really enjoy that process, but it's not really something I enjoy anymore. So this just works for me. Yeah. It's funny. I'm, I'm like the same with that. Like, are I you used to sort of enjoy? Yeah. It used to be so I'm fun. Like, like a day of shopping, you know, yeah. get your walking yeah, shoes yeah, on. Right. And now it's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I just like don't want to spend my time. Thing I wanna, the last yeah. thing yeah. I want to do. Like yeah. this thought of going to a mall is just oh like God. terrifying to me. It sounds <laughs> right. awful, right. awful. Um, and um that leads me to sort of another question do you buy any secondhand clothes do I buy any secondhand yeah, clothes at all like I, I do mean, not I've never had a real um I think you have to have a pretty high endurance for shopping to to do the secondhand clothing thing I think you have to be like a real hunter and someone who who enjoys that process of going out and finding the diamond in the rough and everything. Right, right. And when I was younger, like in high school and college and stuff, I would love going to thrift stores and, and doing that thing. And it was so fun to find that one awesome item and you're like, wore it proudly and you're like, I got it for five bucks at Savers, you know? <laughs> People would compliment. You were just waiting for someone to compliment you on it so you could just rub it in their face. It was $2, you know? I, I used to do that. It's not something that I do anymore. Like I said, I just don't enjoy that process of yeah. the hunt anymore which I think you just really have to be into in order to find the quality stuff in the secondhand places yeah probably even more than way like. yeah definitely <laughs> definitely um and what what do you think about say like other vegans and stuff buying wool and leather yeah. Uh, in the secondhand, you, secondhand yeah, wool like and leather. Hand, so yeah. other vegans buying secondhand wool and leather. You know, I, I'm always kind of got a more laid back opinion about these things. Like for me personally, I don't want to do that, mm -hmm. but I definitely don't judge someone else for doing it. If that's where they are in their journey and they feel like they still want to have that item. 
you know, I don't see a whole lot of harm coming from it. I think eventually a vegan that is doing that, I think they're eventually going to come to a place where they don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, I think that's just part of the process is sort of weaning yourself off of these items and products that you've just lived with your whole entire life. And I think that's totally fine. It's like, you know, when you switch to the diet, you're eating a lot of, you know, faux meats and like, you know, all those sort of things like seitan and like fake chicken and beyond (laughs) meat. You're doing all that sort of things. You're like, oh, I can be vegan and still have all this stuff. And then eventually you come to a place where you're like, I don't need that. And I don't want that. And I think, I think that that's just a natural part of the process. And I think, I totally respect anyone who is, is doing that. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. I personally, I don't want that in my closet. Yeah. 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 And just like in retrospect, how long did, would you say it took you to get to? I think I held on to like my shoes and my purses and bags for like a year. Mm-hmm. I would say about a year. And then I would still, I think moving to Miami was like the last push like a year ago where I really just got rid of pretty like everything. There was things that I was holding on to, like, you know, nice bags or something that I was like, Oh, I'll give it to my mom, you know? And like, you just never get around to doing it. So it was like my final push to just get everything out. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a while though. It takes a while to let go of those things, but it's very liberating once you do. Like, I remember when I used to love shoes, like just walking through like a department store through the shoe section, it was like, Oh my God, look at those. Look at these. And now it's like, I get to walk through and I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. I don't want any of that shit in my house. So it's very liberating. It's a very freeing feeling to just sort of let go of those attachments to these material items that really just brought temporary happiness. Anyway, that's not to say I don't like cute stuff anymore. I do like cute stuff, but I'm saying this is, I'm very happy with where I'm at with this whole thing. Um, so what sort of, uh, is there any advice that you would, uh, give to somebody who's, um, trying to be sort of more conscious about what they buy, like any tips, something you, you got to read labels. That's right. the thing. You got to be like an expert label reader. And I still make mistakes sometimes. Like I, the most recent thing I did, I bought a pair of vans that were high tops and they were canvas top and like rubber sole. And that's all they send the description. And then after wearing them for like a month, I thought, Oh, this, you know, this stripe on here really looks like it could be real leather. And I had ended up having to call Vans. And then after, you know, talking to three different people, I finally found out that it was a leather strip on there. So just becoming like an expert label reader, you know, uh, that's something that you have to be more conscious of than, you know, if you're not looking for vegan clothes, it can get, it can get a little tricky. You know, it's, it's annoying when you find a really cute sweater and there's like 5% wool in it. You're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. the fuck do they have to put that five percent of wool in there do they really need it it's like with the food why is there yeah. milk in this you know right. <laughs> yeah it's like a drop like yeah it's really like a tiny drop just get rid of it <laughs> yeah. yeah and do you have like any um favorite outfits that you just like instantly when you put them on you're like yes like every pair of yoga pants I own I'm like not the most interesting person to interview for for a fashion uh for a fashion podcast right now because all I wear 90% of the time is yoga pants but that's really like my go-to thing and I think women are more and more wearing sort of athletic wear like out and about in the world like it's becoming more of like a fashion statement they're more things that you can just wear off of your yoga mat, you know? So I do wear a lot of yoga pants. I'm sorry to say that's probably my go-to everyday outfit. But outside of that, I love 
denim cutoff shorts. Like that has been basically my uniform since I was 15 years old. Like <laughs> that and like a casual tank and tee and like some cute shoes. Like that's just, I mean, who doesn't want to wear that? That's just standard, you know? Right. Love it. Love cutoffs. Right. I think we're both wearing cutoffs right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that just uh, leads me to the next question. You've mm-hmm. recently collaborated with Noli Yoga. Yeah. Uh, so how how did that sort of come about? Well, Noli Yoga is a really great um, yoga clothing brand that I've worked with for a long time. And it was just, you know, one of those Instagram collaborations where they're like, hey, you want to wear our stuff? And, you know, we'll give you some free stuff if you wear it on Instagram. And I really like their stuff. So we've had a relationship for a while and we've done a couple photo shoots together. And then, um, they just kind of approached me and they're like, Hey, what do you think about, you know, us like making a pair of like banana leggings and, you know, we'll, we'll kind of split it with you and you can sell them. I said, I think that sounds like a really fun idea, but I want to be able to donate a portion of the proceeds to, you know, some sort of charity. And so the farm sanctuary came to mind right away because they rescue, um, you know, factory farmed animals and I really love them. And so it just kind of happened really fast and they came up with the print and the design and I loved it right away. And so we've been selling those this summer and uh, I love seeing people rock their banana pants in uh, on Instagram. It's been really fun. They're an awesome company, really sweet people. Uh, so is there any uh, other brands that you would like to collaborate with like vegan non-vegan food I don't know you know I mean I I really love my yoga clothing brands I love Tiki Tiki is one of my favorite brands they're very eco-conscious they're very um uh, you know, sort of unicorn, wild flower child kind of kind of brand, and they're very authentically them, and they don't really play that whole um, sort of uh, Instagram game and that so- whole sort of. Um, you know, commercial game that a lot of the other clothing brands do. So I think it would be fun to collaborate with them in the future. They're one of my favorites. And what, what would you make? I don't know. I mean, if I could do anything, like if I had my own yoga clothing brand, which I'm never going to have because that's not my passion. Like I kind of have to focus on what it is your passion, but I do love yoga clothes, but not enough to uh, funnel all my energy into creating them. But I think it would be fun to do like, you know, a series on endangered species, you know, or something like that and incorporate that into the leggings and you know portion of the proceeds goes to support you know that sort of you know biodiversity and maintaining that I think that would be a really cool idea that sounds awesome doesn't yeah. it, it sounds doesn't it cool, like yeah. can't you see like some leggings with some wolves on it yeah. or something like that yeah. yeah I think that would be Amazing. I think that would be a pretty cool idea but who knows if that will ever come to fruition but well, that's what I would do if I had a yoga clothing brand right. <laughs> yeah um so just uh on to another sort of beauty related topic let's Uh, hear it let's have at it uh just talk a bit about your skincare and hair care do you um have you ever suffered from any problems like with your skin or i have i've had eczema my entire life um, it's definitely something I've had since I was a kid and it's always been kind of a problem coming and going and, you know, the diet thing, it definitely changed, you know, eating whole plant foods is definitely where it's at. I know what my little triggers are with, um, with, you know, getting itchy skin sort of. And, uh, you know, I've had a bit of acne for sure. That's always been troublesome. But as far as products that I use, I really love the Osea products. I don't know if you've ever used them. 
They're amazing. Yeah. They're yeah. so nice. Yeah. They're really nice stuff. I recently got into it because oh, of you. Oh, God. Did you really? What <laughs> yeah. did you get? What are you using now? I, I got the uh, brightening serum because oh. I've got, like, scars and stuff the on The brightening serum is probably my favorite beauty product. Oh. The OCA yeah, brightening like serum. Yeah, everything else before that I use is just always makes my skin really greasy. But this yeah. is so light. It just it's absorbs so nice. into your skin, like, yeah. instantaneously. It's so good. And they're, so nice. their products are so natural. Natural and it's like I've you know been in contact with the the company and they they're just like really cool people like they have a really cool story behind them you know they've mm. always been like these sort of natural like hippie people that really yeah. do these like ocean based products and they're very cool and it's not like a huge corporation um, mm. and yeah they're just they're just awesome and their products are just so good yeah <laughs> like, that's so they're really good. nice they're really, really nice. nice they're not yeah. cheap they're definitely mm -hmm. not cheap but um. You know, I don't spend a lot of money on a lot of things, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. People have, like, work, like, things done to their face yeah, and stuff exactly. all the time. But yeah, I mean, like think about how much people spend, yeah. like, you know, going out to a bar one night, you right, know, you right, spend a couple exactly. hundred bucks. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. I'm going to spend my money on, you know, looking pretty. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Call me vain, but that's what I like to do. I definitely yeah. will splurge on some Osea products. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. definitely my yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah. Any, I think a lot of girls are like that, though. Yeah. You know, you tell it. You, if you tell us, it'll make us pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take all my money. And especially I it's want vegan. It. As well, it's vegan. So yeah, and it's it's more. not. I think it's not easy to find really high end vegan uh, no. stuff. It's not. No. It doesn't happen all the time. Like I, I don't know the stuff in in the shops. I just. I don't know. Um, you can't trust. It's so hard to trust like, things like with beauty yeah. products. Even when you go into Sephora, you can be like, where's, you know, what products are vegan? I've yes. asked and they direct you to certain brands and then you find out, okay, like that's not a vegan brand. <laughs> they, they may have like a couple products that are vegan, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's they're not, not, not yeah, you have to really read every single label and you know, it's, it can get a bit tricky for sure. Yeah. And do you have, like, a daily skincare routine? Because some people, like, you know, like, do the whole uh, cleanse, tone, moisturize, and they, like, swear by that. I do the you? cleanse. I Obviously, I do the cleanse. And then um, some nights I'll do, like, um, I think it's, like, the red clay mask from Osea. I really mm -hmm. like that one because it's really good for acne. So it's good, like, you know, when I'm PMSing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it also helps to lighten um, sunspots and age spots like that, oh, which really? I've spent a bit of time in the sun in my life, living in Hawaii and California and Miami. Right. <laughs> so so I definitely love that product. And then I'll do my brightening serum, and then I do their atmosphere protection cream. This sounds like an ad for Osea. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God they're not paying us or asking us to do this. We're receiving no free products for this. Absolutely not. <laughs> We're not receiving any free products for it, but they're just so good. But honestly, that's my skincare routine for them. <laughs> that's that's what I do and it seems to work and I definitely have noticed a difference in my skin since using it yeah. and I think Osea should pay us for this <laughs> right. like, ah, so funny free endorsement yeah, there you go it, when something's good yeah. it's good that's why I've never yeah, do exactly. I've never done a paid Instagram post ever oh that's, that's I've really never cool. done it like yeah. I only promote products that I genuinely love really and yeah, really do awesome. use every day like yeah. I I don't just do something because someone paid me to do it. Never done. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that, but just not my style. Not your thing. Not my yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, is there anything that you would uh, sort of recommend 
um, so your younger self, uh, concerning like skincare, hair care. I was sure I could make a lot of recommendations to my younger (laughs) self, but my younger self would not listen. I would probably recommend to my younger self that I stay out of the sun a bit more. Yeah, I would probably, probably recommend that, but I definitely wouldn't listen. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely been my biggest contributing factor to aging is, is the sunshine. And I think sunshine is good, but definitely you can overdo it. And I'm, I'm definitely, I've overdone it. By the time I'm 80, I'm going to be like leather. You can make a couch out of me. I think so. I don't know. I think. You, I don't know. You look so young. You look really. Like I'm, I'm twenty nine. It's because like, I act like a fourteen year old. That's why I look young. It's very misleading. You really I act like a child. Like, like your your skin, like your body and your face is really. Look at that. Look at the sun. I, 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 like yeah, I'm like I a leather couch. <laughs> I really wouldn't go that far. Like a catcher's mitt. No. I think I have more lines on my face than no, you do. No, you don't. Look at my. Come on now. Yeah, if you're frowning. You know, I think it's a gift to grow older. I really do. So I'm not going to be too worried about the lines. I don't love them, but you know what? Not everybody gets to gets to get that old and have them. So we'll just be grateful. Means we laughed a lot, right? (laughs) Right. Um. Yeah, and I was going to ask, like, what beauty items you always have around, but obviously yeah, I we've think already we, covered Yeah, I think we've covered that. I think we've covered that. And hair yeah. is another thing, though, too. Yeah, hair like, items. Like, R&Co is a very cool company that I like for hair products. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're vegan, and yeah. the, whole com- the whole product line is vegan. Awesome. R&Co. And they do a really good um, cleansing conditioner that I love. That's my favorite thing. It's like and is a, that online? Or yeah, you can get it. Get it. I get it online. There's a uh, a salon here that sells it, but I, what's the name of the salon? I forget the name of the salon. It's terrible right. of me. But anyway, they're they're a good hair care line. I really like them. Yeah, and yeah. is that just like a leave-in? Condition? It's it's not. It's like a cleansing. It's that's like the new trend with hair. I think people don't want to wash their hair with like all that detergent and stuff. So it's like a cleansing conditioner. It cleans your hair, but it doesn't suds up a lot. It doesn't strip it of all of its natural oils and stuff, and it yeah. doesn't. You know, it's really good for, for Miami hair, you know. Oh, for really? The, yeah, it's really great for the humidity thing. So you just use that instead of shampoo and conditioner? Exactly. Oh, really? You yeah. just use that one so you, product? Yep, you just oh, use wow. that. It's really great. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you should try it. It's yeah. really good. I'll, I'll, <laughs> sh- I'll show it to you. It's in my shower now. <laughs> I think I might be really almost cool. out of it. But yeah, I like them, and some Aveda products are good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Aveda's not a fully vegan line, though. They, I think they use honey and some of their things, so they cannot mm. call themselves vegan, but... Yeah. Yeah. They're cruelty free and all. Yeah, they're cruelty free and they, you know, most of their products are, you know, free of animal products. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, is there anything, uh, any sort of projects that you're working on? I know you've got, you just... uh... Um, launched your new uh, yeah, website, our which new is website. really awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Have you checked it yeah, out? I love Thank the new you. Logo. Yeah, really so cool. thriving really plant cool. based. Thriving plant based is my um, website that I have with my partner Jay, and we do plant based nutrition coaching. And I have full length yoga tutorials on the site. And we just revamped our website, so that's been our big project that's been ongoing. Mostly Jay did all the work. I can't really take credit for it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's been our biggest project in the last eight months we've been working out but it's finally up and we really like it we're very proud of it so go check it out thank you yeah i love it thank Um, you and any anything else that you're 
Um, <laughs> that's about it. We're just, summer's coming to an end. I've basically been at home with my kids all summer or traveling around with my kids. So it's been a very busy summer. I'm looking forward to the school year starting. Is it starting yet? When is it happening? I think I'm counting down the days. <laughs> we are ready to get back to, I'm ready to get back to work, you know? Right, right. But yeah, that's about it. Just the website. That's, yeah. that's where all my energy goes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been really nice talking You're to you. You're so welcome. I'm so glad we thank finally you. got to do right, this. Right, right. I'm so glad. <laughs> Me too. Thank you so much. You're so time. welcome, Anna. It was great chatting with you. Thank you. <laughs>